You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. Only fanboy the one time it was Jamal Charles doing the drum, dude. I was <laughs> literally like a chick fucking seeing Taylor Swift in person. <laughs> <laughs> How was it seeing uh, Dante do the uh, do the drum? I mean, you were you were pretty close to him, Sean. Dude, it was wild, honestly. Like everybody was hyped as can be. Everybody was yelling X Factor over and over again. Just him being right there, that next to me, able to zoom in on my phone and like see him perfectly. See, I've had that experience like a decent amount of times. Our uh, season tickets since we've had them the second time have been in. Section 337, but row three. So like eight rows up from where you were sitting. But I could, that gives me a little, like I can see them kind of standing uh, over the glass, mm-hmm. like where the drum is and stuff. So like my favorites, like I said, Jamal Charles, but like anybody, I'm, I'm just right there. Well, the only time I actually got, got to see Dante's whenever he stepped out forward, it was like, hey guys, what's up, everybody? Yeah. And then they went back to bang the drum and he was like covered by everybody up there. But like many people? he's that close to you, bro. He's that's pretty that's pretty sick. Within tw- I mean, within 20 feet, easily. Like mm-hmm. he was Ill- he was even a little closer to the drum at row eleven. You just can't see it as much because it's like on a ledge. Smaller or bigger than you expected? The, the drum? No, Dante. Dante. Uh, I mean, <laughs> smaller because I was he's, definitely further than 20 feet away. He's hella small. You were not. I was pretty far away. Man, no, you weren't. I mean, I zoomed in pretty far on that. Camp. I'll give you I'll give you 50 feet. I mean, still small guy 50 feet away compared to me. So he's he's tiny. Compared to me, he's even tinier, so. Shut up. Well, a guy who, uh, who's not tiny, I just saw this today, this, this stat. Uh, it was a little mind-boggling. A guy who's not tiny goes by the name of Nick Bosa. Six foot six, 266 pounds. He's only got two and a half sacks this season. Dude, he's only got... I think he's got uh, five, six solo tackles. Dude, Mike Dana having a sneaky good year. Pay the man. Four and a half sacks. <laughs> he's, got, he's got two more sacks than Nick Bosa. He's also got 10 solo tackles. Mike double. Dana is... Uh, he's double Nick Bosa on literally both sacks and solo tackles. He is a steady workhorse. The, the dude has worked to get better through his tenure with us. And it's, it's shown literally every year. You can, you can, you can point out certain things in his game from season to season that he has improved on. It's like, wow, you can really tell he worked on that in the off season. The dude is, I mean, just reaping the benefits of, of all the hard work. And we love it as, as chiefs fans. Cause honestly, as a small market Midwestern team, we're all about the little guy that's got to work a little bit extra hard to really make it. And you see a guy like Mike Dana, no name, nobody in the country is going to know his name besides Chiefs fans, even at this point. 
and he's he's excelling and he's making his defense what it is. Watch some watch some team pay him Nick Bosa money next year. It'll be <laughs> hilarious. Shout out Mike Danit, dude, out there just putting in work, being quiet. He's it, you're right. He definitely it feels like he embodies that like Midwestern smaller market like mentality overall because he doesn't he's not flashy about it he's not out here on on instagram or or twitter and and yeah. and being loud the dude shows up to work he gets better cashes a check goes home but to he's be at, at this yeah. point he deserves it more than nick bosa and I did not expect <laughs> Nick Bosa's numbers to be that low. Like Nick Nick Bosa's clearly no slouch, but the only to be under a guy like Mike Dana, who nobody, like you said, nobody knows. That's that's incredible. Because what Mike or uh, Nick? People are still talking about Nick Bosa being Depoy Defensive Player of the Year. Is like his numbers aren't backing that up nah. by any means. And you know whether it's true or not. Like sure, there's plenty of things that have come out about it that lead to the uh, certain conclusion uh but to be don't like don't give players any reason to like come after you in the nfl you know like it would it would suck to be kind of labeled as a racist in a league where there's a lot of black yeah. players okay like <laughs> yeah. these motherfuckers yeah. might be coming at your head dude. <laughs> yeah i mean that's a that's a weird subject that at if he said what we're not going to touch it because we don't said, have any fucking information. I don't know shit exactly. about it. I've just exactly. heard the rumors. So. There's there's a lot of rumors out there. If he's, but but you know we know he he has been fairly vocal in political leanings and things like that. Um, not saying that is why he has or hasn't said anything on the field. Again, we don't know. But uh, even the things that he has been pretty loud about. Could still set off a lot of people that he has to go up against, and that would. Uh, I'm just surprised that a lot of these players are as vocal as they are, given the locker room and uh, also having to go up against certain people. Yeah. Another one I'll of those. Mike Dana over over Nick Bosa any day of the week. That <laughs> it. Said it. It's right a lot here. cheaper too. <laughs> uh, another guy who potentially. Uh, rumors coming out that he could potentially be a locker room problem. And now there's some outside off the field stuff going on. Sean, I'm sure you guys have heard about you, You've heard about it too, being uh, just following along yesterday. Chiefs uh, it, beloved by the kingdom chiefs, wide receiver, Justin Ross was arrested. The initial um arresting was uh due to property criminal property damage is what they called it uh to over $25,000 worth of damage um they did put a note on the arresting report uh just labeled it DV which we could only assume was domestic violence that happened on Monday then on Tuesday he had his court arraignment uh from there they amended the charges it was uh taken the the damages was taken from $25,000 to only $1,000. Uh, but then it was also labeled a, uh, a domestic battery. So domestic violence was definitely there. Damage of property. They did confirm a few items like some jewelry, computers, uh, car keys, things of that nature. Uh, but Justin Ross is not looking good for the dude. 
not looking good at all. Uh, I haven't really heard the locker room stuff that you're alluding to. I don't know if he's been a cancer to the locker room or what, but this is just not what you want to see for a guy that's trying to make a team still. Uh, it, it had been reported by Albert Breer. Um, it, it could be concluded that it, there was some locker room issues from the report that Albert Breer had put out. But um, basically, Albert was saying, you know, what had happened with him being arrested would be a moot point. But the reason Justin Ross wasn't getting the snaps is he had been inconsistent uh, at the practice field. Didn't feel like they had re- he had really put in the work um, in the in the film study uh, or on the practice field. There were a lot of things that were that were going wrong prior to game days um, that had really put him on the outskirts. Which we've had some additions, so we've needed to make some, make some cuts, and this could be just the final straw uh, that pushes it over the edge if it hadn't been that way already i know i touched on it on a previous show i was saying there has to be some other reason that the chiefs coaches have been minimizing justin ross's snaps i mean because when you have the limited production production that he does have when he's actually on the field like you 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 can see the routes he's running what he's doing with the ball in his hands uh, Pat likes to throw his way when he's usually on the usually when he's on the field. Uh, you were seeing about all these kinds of positives. So, like to me, that said, there's like some behind the scenes stuff that really isn't vibing with our coaches. So, I mean, it makes sense. Like I said, I don't know his evidence. I wasn't making that claim on anything of of uh, substance. To you know, there's nothing to base that off of. I was just kind of guessing. So. Uh, it could make sense, um, but I, I really want to touch on like this whole <laughs> multiple players for the Chiefs have had off the field issues since forever. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's all over the NFL, but like we keep having these domestic freaking violence instances, and at some point, Chiefs front office is gonna have to like. Do something to get away from that. Like, it, especially like Justin Ross right now, as much as I would love to see him play, it's almost like he would be an okay casualty for something like this if the Chiefs front office wanted to make a little bit of a statement. Like, it, I don't know. The, the, starting with Kareem Hunt and then just like the different mess of players that we've had have problems with this same kind of issue uh is is uh, is annoying you don't want to you really don't want to feel like those are the type of players that are playing on your team uh but it's no sometimes they're good players (laughs) yeah i mean you don't and that's kind of like that's that's kind of the issue with the nfl is it's based on talent and how much money you can bring in and that's why this could go sideways for justin ross uh, but also we've got to look at history, especially with who our head coach is, knowing that Andy Reid is the king of third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances, as long as you don't lie. That was the whole reason that Kareem Hunt, like, don't don't forget, like, we just went out and we signed Charles Aminahue in the middle of a DV case. He had been charged when we signed him and gave him a bag. 
we had the issues with Kareem Hunt multiple times. And then the third time happened with the hotel issue. And if he had told the truth, it was confirmed that we would have kept him and ate the suspension. But he lied about it. And that's why he was let go, not because of his actions, but because he lied about it. Tyreek Hill was kept around. Uh, Kareem Hunt then goes to Cleveland. He has the DUI issue, walks away without having a DUI, but it's caught on video and he gets away with no suspension. Like when we look at it, the NFL doesn't care. They've now put in the new rules, uh, first offense of domestic violence up to six games. Second instance is a lifetime ban that can be appealed as well. So it's not like that really matters either. But when we're looking at it, and I think I'm reminded by something that Skip Bayless had said, and I don't, you guys know me, I don't like Skip Bayless. I don't do major media, but I do respect him prior to being major media because he was an actual journalist. He actually did his job and he covered the Dallas Cowboys and had a good relationship with Jerry Jones. And one of the things that he said on Undisputed quite a few years back uh, was that he could confirm with Jerry Jones and the Dallas PD off, uh, off, like off record and could confirm that Jerry would actually call the police departments around whenever a player got in trouble and would get them out of things. So we know that's probably not the only place that it happens. That's definitely not the only place that it happens, but we can also confirm that the NFL probably doesn't tell us about 90% of the things that happen. So when something does come out about this domestic violence or somebody's getting arrested on gun charges or whatnot, that's just like, that's the unlucky few or the dumb few that do it so often that they actually get caught. 90% of the stuff that actually happens gets swept under the rug and the public never knows about. There are your favorite player. And their favorite player has probably done something, whether it's domestic violence or something that has been covered up by their ownership group of their team or their coaches. It's I a pretty drastic claim. 90% yeah. is, is I, 90%. And your favorite player. That's the your favorite player and their favorite player. Guaranteed. Ty Bob will find someone to to do some digging and just like completely ruin your day with your favorite player. And to, unless you're the type of person that just doesn't care, you know, separate the athlete from the person. I mean, in this day and age, you you kind of have to. It, it it goes along with music. It goes, do you? Because then you can't, you have then you can't to? enjoy anything. You don't have to. I, I I can enjoy stuff. I guarantee you. Do a little <laughs> digging into any of your favorite artists. Any any of your favorite TV or movie people, radio hosts, whatever, outside of us. We've never done anything like that. Outside uh, of us. <laughs> but everybody else. But everybody else, I guarantee it. <laughs> and and well, it, I hope those I mean, videos just, don't come back. <laughs> hey yo. Yeah, the the NFL. <laughs> I, we know that they have they have covered up a lot of things. Jerry Jones has confirmed it, uh, and we know that that's just the continuation because the NFL will they won't die. It's too much money. You're not wrong there. It is way too much money. And I don't think Justin Ross is going to get cut. You don't. I I don't. 
if it's if we're strictly saying for this instance of being arrested, now if you want to say like the football stuff, there's a possibility if there's credence to that, Albert Breer, which I don't know. Like he he has been good, but there have been many times in which he's just blown shit, blown smoke. Um, like I, if it's just coming down to the DV, I, I don't think. And again, we don't even know, like there's been no information, right? We don't know if what's reported is correct. We don't know if it's not, we're not going to lean on it either, either side. We're just going to wait until the facts come out. But if it is true, knowing Andy Reed, I don't think he gets cut for being arrested in this situation. Yeah, just, it'll come out. It's got to. It's, I hate it. I really do. It's not fun. I don't like I don't the even if it's false accusation. Like the whole fiasco with with Tyree Kill was was a headache while he was here. That was because there was one one thing came out and then another thing came out and then it was just like there was so many conflicting pieces of evidence and then I and great then to have on your team what the truth for was field, going on. on field production. Yeah, I mean. But I'm almost glad he's in Miami. Me too. I'll t- I'll take Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift over Tyree Kipper. There I said it. Well, Taylor Swift was in attendance again. This is probably going to be one of her last games that she attends because the uh, the world tour will start back up. So this is most likely the last game that she'll be at. Uh, so okay, let's be honest here, man. She's going to fly all over the globe. Let's be honest. Games. You think she's going to fly from Japan? Yep. <laughs> back here to like Kansas City or East Coast, and then immediately fly back to Australia that night. So she's Have going on to her if there's any if there's anybody that could do. It. Oh, if there's anybody that could do it, she is one of the few. She is one of the <laughs> many elites that could. She was. She's got a. She's got like a. She's got a clone, so she can just like. Oh yeah. Well, she's definitely gonna meet him in Germany. That won't be too bad of a fight for her. No, she'll probably be there. Ooh, Taylor Swift at the Germany game, NFL big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! NFL's first billion dollar grossing game. I don't know how that if that makes sense, but. <laughs> but- <laughs> Oh man! Most most watched sporting event broken shattered record. Just like everybody. <laughs> All right, I'm done. Thank you. Fuck you. Uh, boys, was there anything that went wrong against the Chargers? Boys. The, the Chiefs end up winning the game. Was it thirty-one seventeen? I think. I think we got pretty close Whoa. on a couple of our calls there. Let me take a look. I, I I we didn't I didn't get the charters. You guys won. Uh, I called it I thirty-one think, ten. Uh, Sean went thirty-six seventeen. So 36. both, yeah, thirty-six seventeen. Uh, so Sean and I both got super super close there. Good good little shout out, Sean. We tried figuring it out. 
Uh, was there anything that went wrong? Uh, the the first half of the game, both quarterbacks were ripping it, slinging it. Patrick Mahomes more so than Justin, but uh, neither offense could be stopped. Second half, uh, it, it looked like some defensive changes were made on both sides as we get in the fourth quarter. And neither team has like more than 60 yards total through the third quarter. Uh, and then the Chiefs just opened up the floodgates again. Is there anything in that game that like stood out to your in your mind other than Nick Bolton out for the next six weeks with a dislocated wrist? Uh, well, I mean, you, you just took yeah, you just took it out of out of yeah. our mouths. Like, let us actually answer the damn question. Dude. I was taking it off the table. Nick, Nick Bolton's gone. Uh, no, but if you really get into the nitty gritty of 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 what happened in this game, um, s- second half, uh. We tried to kind of like run it, it, uh, to like run out the, you know, the basic second half strategy when you're up by a little bit is like run the ball, run the clock out, and our running game was not that great. Uh, Pacheco had 12 carries for like 30 something yards. Um, so we, as we kind of do against the Chargers, I guess are they are they good at stopping the run? I, they got to be. No, <laughs> one of the worst teams. <laughs> we le- we leaned on the passing game. Um, I did call uh, a Jarek McKinnon touchdown, um, but I would have liked to see more production out of him in the passing game. I think they're working him in. I think they're I think they're slowly working Clyde out, and slowly working Jarek in more uh, until we get to the end of the season. Oh wait, that didn't happen. Clyde he anymore. got out at like the one yard line, didn't he? Yep. I thought that yeah, was a touchdown. He did. Nope. As my drunk brain. Not remembering that correctly. <laughs> oh man, I I did call. Uh, what was it? Three receiving touchdowns. I called uh, one by Rasheed Rice, and then a hundred was going to be his breakout game. Uh, I did not check, but uh, he, was he ended up with 60. sixty. He ended up with sixty. There was at one point he was definitely on pace to get to his hundred yards, uh, even late into the game, and then it just kind of kind of floated off. Uh, but man, hell of a game from him. And we did have four receiving touchdowns. So you boys on it. If only Rashid just had that one extra catch for 40 yards, you would have been right. Yep. So close, man. All so they needed close. was the one for 40. <laughs> but I mean, Travis Kelsey doing Travis Kelsey things with a buck 80, pretty much, dude. Killer. He lo- like He loves. Playing the Chargers, <laughs> he's got he's got some of the greatest stat lines since the Chargers. He was eaten all day. I mean, not even not even when they put Derwin James up on him, who has been uh, when covering him a Travis Kelsey killer, dude ate shit all day. Couldn't be stopped. He uh, dropped what one pass? He had one incompletion to him. At one point, they were I think ten for ten or eleven for eleven, and then. He he dropped one. Uh, They've gone what twenty five passes in a row. Yep, you completion to each other. Okay, so for for maybe like two games, Derwin James had good stats on Travis Kelsey, but Travis he also is the guy uh, that led up the game winner. Um, he, he's he's got his he, he, Travis got well, this like a twenty yard catch, and Derwin James still put him in the spine buster. Like whoopty freaking do! Travis Kelsey li- actually owns Derwin James. Yes. 
You know who else uh, had a big game? Kind of surprising here. Don't say MVS. It. I hate you. MVS, baby. Three catches for 84 yards and a tud. Welcome to the only good game that Marquez will have this season. Good job. Psych. He's going to have another playoff game where he has like eight catches. <laughs> for 60 yards. <laughs> no, he had a 100-yard game uh, in the playoffs last year. He's never reaching another 100 yards. He was, our, he was like our only receiving option. And it was like, all right, let's go. Swing pass, MBS. <laughs> Slant pattern, MBS. Go yeah, route, MBS. Go route, this, MBS. This was that game for him this season. We're not having, we, we won't no. see. Him. No, no, no. He's yeah, got one little more faith in probably him. coming in the playoffs. I have that little faith in MBS. He's got one, he's got one more at least. If we don't see a couple more in the regular season, we at least have the one in the playoffs that's coming. I think you have. We still have another Chargers game this year. Don't forget see? about that. That's at least one more right there. <laughs> is that the is that the <laughs> final game of the season? It is. We usually play them for the final game of the season. So yeah, yeah. NBA Showtime right there. Yeah, baby. NFL schedule makers. Can we like outside of putting us in Germany? Can we like switch up the fucking schedule? Do we have to play the Bengals, Bills, and Bengals and the Bills every year? Like, well, yeah, we that's have how to play the Broncos back to back. Do we have to play the Chargers at right at the end of the season? So they, you always do a divisional game for your final week. For your final week, it's this usually guy. the Chargers. It's, it's time to it's time to it's time to point. break out from the traditional mold of the NFL schedule. Well, you typically want to do the team who they what mix they it up. typically take the team who's going to take first and second in their division, who they expect to, and that's going to be your final game of the regular season, so that you have a showdown of what who what could possibly be it, if your number one seed isn't locked up for your division, it'll get locked up in week seventeen. That's what we just go ahead and hoping. say. You end up so you end up with with shit like you have two two of the same game right in a row where the Ravens play the the, the Browns or whatever. <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, we just go ahead and get out there and say it. The Chiefs already won the AFC West. It's locked up. Uh, yeah, it's it's locked up. Mathematically, it's not locked up. But Guys, don't really don't let those don't up. let those words come back to bite you in the fucking ass. But yes, we will, we will clip this right shit. Away. Put it on. We will clip right this away. shit and put it put it everywhere. Tybo, you're not clipping shit. Them. You barely Chief. know how to work your computer. Chiefs Kingdom will come for you. All four people who watch this show. No, I'm saying I will get it out to the masses. I will let <laughs> I will let every I will let everybody know that YouTube is going to go to YouTube University this season. Learn he will learn how to, how to use a computer. <laughs> clip it all up. Put it out everywhere. YouTube University over here. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, we do have to play the Bengals and the Bills every year because of the way the NFL scheduling goes. If you're in the AFC, you play the number one team. There's other the like AFC. good teams in the AFC. Like, uh, yeah, we're playing they the Dolphins this year. That was, that was number refreshing. Number one great. teams last year. Yeah, but Man. if you're all number one seed, all number one seeds from the previous year play the number one seeds we've had three in their respective seasons. conference. We've had three straight seasons where we've played the Bengals and the Bills. Well, and tell the Bengals and the Bills to not take not... first place. If they don't take first place in their division, then we don't play them. Man's got a point. 
No, he doesn't. He's got a bald ass head. <laughs> nice and that's strong. not a point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, so many. What are you things. calling Pinhead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You mad? Yeah. Why? I can't see my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there were so many things that went right uh, for us. Is there anything in particular? Obviously, we've covered Travis Kelsey, MVS. Is there anything in particular outside of those two options of the game that that really stick out in your mind uh, or maybe some players of the game that stick out in your mind? You like, going to go first, I Sean? I said it for a key to the game, defensive line. Give it to the whole entire defensive line. Well, you you called out Charles Aminahue sack. What did he walk away with? Two? One and a half? One sack, one tip pass for an interception. He did. Big I'm pretty sure he walked away with two. One. He, got yeah, he had two sacks. He did? I'm looking at yes. the box score then. Guy, this guy was too drunk at the game. Can you blame a guy? Come on. I feel like I definitely watched two Omenihue sacks. I'm pretty sure I saw that as well. Uh, yeah. He nope. had... One uh, oh, no. One sack. One sack. You guys are sure you were watching the did wrong he, thing. Did, did, did it get called back or something? Was there a penalty uh, on the play? He had a tackle he, for loss, another one. I, th- I think he, uh, I th- it was later in the game. Anyways, I think he threw it away. He right would have, he, on, on defense, he would have been my my player of the game. Absolutely. And the, the whole defensive line play, played great, but just for him to come come in seamlessly and make him better, make the group better, we are more are tenacious. We are scarier with a Minihu in that lineup. I love to see it, man. That dude is a but, freak of nature. I don't necessarily uh, have a, a single player of the game um, from the other uh, thing that went right I want to talk about, but the coverage looked great. There was I, I called this. Nobody ate us up. There wasn't there wasn't a single player like Keenan Allen didn't have like a great game, you know. Yeah, there wasn't I, anybody on that on that Chargers uh, stat line box score that jumps out. I mean, yeah, when you look at it, Justin Herbert only had a fifty six percent completion rate. Well, I guess uh, Josh Palmer, but fuck Josh Palmer, he's been having really good chemistry with Justin Herbert. Yeah, they all got locked up. Even even a guy like. Austin Eckler, 3.2 yards per carry. Not good enough. Defense was working. Do you guys have anybody on offense you want to talk about? Uh, I feel like we covered Rashi and we'll continue to cover Rashi Rice. Uh, that guy is definitely our number one receiver. He needs to continue to get more snaps and more snaps and even more snaps. Um, if we can continue to get that guy to eat, we'll have no problems. He's the, I, the, the key to the game I had earlier on in the, in the season, we might as well call it the key for the season. If we establish a solid receiving threat outside of Travis Kelsey, this team should be unstoppable. We have a great offensive line. We have a great rushing attack. We have a finally great defense and we're not even scared to be losing our, our, 
number one linebacker on the depth chart. Yeah, Drew Tranquil's nice. Yeah. Also, I think we need to start finding you for that take because you've said it like seven times now. This is twice. This is the second time. <laughs> in the in the last two shows. Eat it. <laughs> but so, but that also begs the question, like after Rasheed Rice, you know, we were hoping it was going to be Justin Ross, but with these off the field issues, possible we'll suspension coming, like, do we... Do after having the most snaps in the in a in a game as well you know he'd been averaging and getting yeah. you know six snaps he's had 17 he just had 25 percent of the offensive snaps in this game and goes out and does that so you know what maybe maybe just one receiving threat in Rasheed rice plus a really good mvs playoff game unstoppable don't forget <laughs> richie james will, will be coming off of ir here soon enough and it's much on offense but mccall's back McColl is McCall. back. Big punt return. He had a couple uh, good receptions mm-hmm. there as well. Uh, one reception, but it was a big one. Uh, he dropped the other pass. Shocker. Uh, that will continue to happen. One, one big drop and one this big <laughs> conversion. Multiple, multiple big drops, but, you know, and then one big conversion. You secretly special. the biggest crush on McColl Hardman, dude. Who? You. Gary. Gary, there. Uh, right, yeah, Gary, Gary Hardman. That's right. Big crush. You, I mean, this is the only reason I can I can surmise that you would talk so much shit on him. Well, I, I mean, I, <laughs> we now have different expectations, but I I talk a little a lot of shit playground on him because he was after uh, McCall Hardman <laughs> trying to trying Never to bully catch him, him, but you secretly have a crush on him. <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm glad he's back. He seems to, he's he seems you to be weren't? a locker room guy. You were you weren't this. He was not excited. About <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not excited about him being on the field. But he does seem to be like a locker room guy that Patrick Mahomes yeah. enjoys having there. So you know, <laughs> just pay him to okay. sit in the locker room and and have fun with the guys. I guess. <sighs> uh, my I have two play. I'll, I'll give you my play of the game because somebody else is definitely going to have the other play of the game that I'm thinking about. My play of the game is coming from a guy in his second year, first year starting Brian Cook, the interception to seal the game. Uh, it was out of hand. It was, you know, they were down by by two scores, but the Chargers were moving the ball. It seemed like they could at least give themselves a chance to score, turn around and give them give themselves an opportunity for, for an onside kick to get the ball back. Uh, and he just took that all away from them. So my play of the game goes to Brian Cook, a guy that I've been watching all year, have loved to see his tenacity out there and expect continue to expect really big things from him. Hey, first NFL interception. Cup it up for him. That's his first? That's yep. his first. He's had some he's had some pretty big time pass breakups for this to be his first NFL interception. That's crazy. I'm it almost ju- easy too. It went straight to him. I'm I'm almost judging for it. <laughs> like he's been in the league this long and this is his first interception. I mean McDuffie doesn't have an interception. You're gonna, ju- this you're year. gonna judge him for it? I'm judging him for it. McDuffie doesn't have an interception this year, but he's he got one last year, didn't he? He already had his first NFL interception. He's also a full-time starter. Can't judge him there. Brian Brian Cook's been starting since like the middle of last year. No, 
He he was not starting. Swear to God, backing up one. Maybe like (sighs) backing up one. Man, he got snaps late season. Anyways, still judging him for it. Uh, But that brings me to my top five. Hold the fuck up. It's time for Tybo's top five. Not your top five. Mine. Whose top five is it, guys? Mine. mine. Oh, it's yours. (laughs) That's right. I'm bringing you the top five things that I'm judging you for. Fuck you. Personally. And these are just like personality traits or things that you do that might just really piss me off. Number five. Everybody knows him. He might not be in your friend group because like you don't want those guys in your friend group. But if anybody and girls do this too. People are one uppers. Somebody's telling a story or whatever and they got to bring up something that they did that was better or just in any situation if it's like a if it's like a route to get to McDonald's and there's five different ways to get there he's like nah man you should really go this way like just let the driver go to where everybody knows where they're going the one upper guy the one that's gotta he's gotta put himself above others to just make him feel good fuck that guy poor girl we don't discriminate ladies number four uh, I actually know a lot of people personally that do this, so I'm really sorry, guys. Uh, I'm I will send this sh- like show uh, link to you personally, uh, so that you can hear my thoughts on this. Um, if you go to the store, you're, you're you're buying beer, and you buy this, you're at the bar, you ask for this beer, you seek this beer out. I'm talking about Miller Lite. <laughs> 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 the absolute fucking piss water of the beer community. We were just we were just with some people at the tailgate that were that had Miller Lights, and they actually offered me one to shotgun, and I said no. Immediate no. <laughs> I still got six in though. There was actually a there was a bet between uh, me, Corey, and. Jerry going around. The line was five and a half. Everybody I else, got, I got six. I think. But I t- somebody Corey told me the, the line, and I I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do more. Than five. <laughs> gotta hit the over. <laughs> but yeah, dude, Miller Lite sucks. Uh, and like, I'm judging you, but it's kind of like a playful judge. Like, I'll still hang around with you. Obviously, they're good people that had those Miller Lights, but like, you have shit tasted beer. Number three, this is a super important one in my life, and it should be a super important one in a lot of people's lives. Because if uh, if this this number three is like actually like a, a friggin' warning sign for serial killers, uh, like if this person does this, they will, will turn out to be a serial killer later on in life. But if like you don't like animals, if you if you're mean to animals, and specifically dogs, like. Even if you don't take it to the extreme of like little serial killer kids that like fucking torture animals and, and like kill them for fun, get their rocks off. It's got like even if 
Well, dude, it's it's a it's legit. Those you gotta I, look out no, for the warning signs. If you've got a little kid that is like murdering squirrels, you might have a, like a sociopath on your hand. Like, true, <laughs> true. Uh, but anyways, like if you're just like overtly mean to dogs, or like you just have like a like, dude, I don't like dogs. I'm judging you for that. If it's not allergy related. And even the people that like super super hate cats too. I'm like, dude, what? What's most cats are cool. Like, fuck off. What if it's tra- uh, trauma related? You okay with that? No, then I'm victim blaming. It's like, okay, well then, what did you do to put yourself in that situation? All right. There is what did the, you, what did you a four do? Four year old kid that got attacked by a random <laughs> dog. <laughs> all right. Well, then don't be don't be playing around where fucking big dogs are. All right. Go in the backyard. <laughs> the dog jumped the fence, damn it. <laughs> then your then your mama should have had a better like eye on you. Like, I don't know. It's not the dog's fault. <laughs> Number two. Uh if you willingly eat miracle whip. Now, this one is way more intense than my Miller Lite peeve, okay? Miracle Whip. Is he, Ty Bob's back to, about to go grab some Miracle Whip, is he not? He's going to grab like a big old can of it. Are you going to go grab some Miracle Whip? Uh, I, I've switched to Hellman's. I'm a Hellman's guy, but I don't mind Miracle Whip. I don't mind it. Do, do you think Miracle Whip is mayonnaise? And are you the person that are you the person that thinks Miracle Whip and mayonnaise are like interchangeable? Whenever he hears mayonnaise, are you if, if like no? When I when I hear mayonnaise, I think a hell. Stop! 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 If I'm making a sandwich at your place and I'm like, hey, dude, where's your mayonnaise? Oh, it, it's you're like no. Listen, if the only option you had is Miracle Whip, okay. Preface this. Oh yeah, then I'm handing. Okay, you, you go where the mayonnaise. I'm giving you the miracle whip if that's all I got. Oh my, what is it? Is it uh, not? I don't. I don't know. No, I'm not, I don't. Not I don't eat a lot of. I don't eat it's a lot of mayonnaise. mayonnaise. So, dude, I dip my hand in the fucking jar. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do make things like like chicken salad and tuna salad that require mayonnaise. Uh, miracle whip is a is a tangy dressing. That is like mayonnaise, but it has a, a completely different flavor. And I don't know what the fuck that flavor is because it's disgusting. Absolutely terrible. Real mayonnaise is the only thing that should be going on, on your lunch meat sandwiches that resembles mayonnaise. That makes sense. Like you can put mustard on your sandwich. But if you if you God, dude, Miracle Whip is so disgusting. It's so bad. It even has like a, like mayonnaise kind of has a weird smell when you open the jar, but like Miracle Whip makes my like, like my spine tingle. Like, all right, nobody, you know. If you love Miracle Whip, sound off in the comments. <laughs> Please, I will, I will fight you people. All right, <laughs> and my, my number one thing that I'm judging you for, and listen, if you're a guy and you do this, like I might just like walk up to you and punch you in the face. Um, I'm, I judge females that do this and it's, it's, it's predominantly females. I don't think I've ever really seen a man do this. Um, 
bare feet on the dance floor. Okay? Listen. It's not as bad at, like, weddings and, and like, private venues and stuff like that. But if you're at the fucking bar, bitch, and you have to take your shoes off to dance, go fucking home. I'm gonna channel. I'm gonna channel my wife right here. Okay, if you can't wear the shoes, don't buy them or what? Don't wear them. If you can't wear the fucking shoe all night, don't fucking wear them. Okay. I, she's got a saying, and I don't think it's exactly fit for this scenario. But if like if you can't wear the shoes. Doing what you want to do, like you're. I'm gonna go out and dance. Like I'm gonna wear these fucking high heels. Oh, my feet hurt. I need to take them off. And you put your bare ass feet on the nasty, disgusting dance floor. What I'm picturing is is girls at Willie T's, Sean. Oh, in in Cape Girardeau, while we were in college. Nasty place. There'd be like a fucking puddle in the middle of the bar. And bitches would be walking around with their shoes Straight through off <laughs> in their bare feet. Somebody's sucking on their toes later, I'm sure. And here's the thing, like I'm I'm huge, like I mean <laughs> let me rephrase this correctly so you guys don't fucking call me out on it. Like <laughs> I'm like the biggest anti-foot fetish guy, okay? Like I don't like it even when my wife's feet touch me. Okay. This is news to me. But it's just the it's still the idea of it. Like put your fucking shoes on. That's how you get hookworms. I don't know what those are. You don't want them. I don't. Just from the name, it sounds like you don't want them. I don't want anything worm. It's a parasite. You're a parasite, Baldy. Can can be. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. That one but got me did, fired up. <laughs> but you did, you did mean every single one of those judgment calls. Yeah, dude. And seriously, if you saw a dude like, like, it's like at a wedding too. Like, if you see a dude like kick his fucking shoes off, it looks like. <laughs> Dude. I'm kicking him out. I'm kicking him out. If I I've Please. never seen a dude now. take his shoes off of the dance anywhere. <laughs> if I see that, I am kicking you out personally. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not even a bouncer at, at this place, dude. Like, get the fuck out. I don't care if it's a groom. I'm <laughs> kicking you. <out. laughs> Good. Just like we're well, kicking people we, out. I'm, I'm glad we agree on. It's, yeah. Just like we're kicking people out of venues for not having shoes when they dance. The Chiefs are kicking everyone in their division out of the playoffs. I'm kicking I'm kicking you out of bed for eating Miracle Whip. Why why are we in the same bed? What is happening here? Oh, you know the old saying you wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers? No, I've never heard I, this. Never? What does that what does Whip. that mean? Okay, so if like you don't want crumbs in your bed. Right. Sure. So if someone came into your bed and started eating crackers, you'd be like, get the fuck out, you know? <laughs> but like, so if you, if you use the phrase, I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers, it means you got like a little soft spot for him. Like, yeah, I love, like, he's doing something I don't really fuck with, but like, I like that person, you know? I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. But Miracle Whip, oh, fuck you. Get him out of bed. <laughs> I was a big staple when I was a kid, but. 
I grew up in Switzerland. Leanne, I know you're listening. <laughs> what did you do to this child? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, mom. <laughs> hey. Oh well, <laughs> this upcoming week. Sorry we for all the content in this episode. We, we take on the Broncos uh, after just having played them well, a little over ten days ago now, uh, and then we head off to Germany to play the Fraud Dolphins. We'll cover that game up in the <laughs> NFL show. Make sure to check us out at the end of the week. And as always, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs! Go Chiefs!